0: Hi friends, I'm Jen, your host of Let's Be Real. This is a podcast where I will discuss real-life issues and subjects affecting the mind, body and soul. I will navigate with you through a range of interesting topics, embracing the journey and the lessons I have learned and yet to learn. I am so lucky to share with you that I am so clear about my sole purpose, and that is to serve others by empowering, supporting and exploring personal growth. So uncover your authentic self with me, Let's Be Real, about everything and anything. Okay. Hi, and welcome back to another episode here on Let's Be Real. Today is episode four and we will be exploring healthy relationships. So today we will be talking about the connections we build within a relationship. Any relationship really, parents, child, romantic, friendship, work, colleague, etc. Those, everything that I will explore today can be looked at and used in a any relationship that you have with another human being. What are we going to learn today? So some of the key elements uh, to growing a healthy relationship with another person or people around you, how our relationships can identify and make us aware of things going on within us that come out in our reactions and interactions with other people and showing up in any of our relationships in a healthy way. You may recall that in episode two, which talks about panic attacks and anxiety, I mentioned having a strong support network can be really beneficial to your healing and coping with stressful situations, anxiety, and just makes you feel like you're not alone. Well, I think in order to recognize who fits into your support network, you need to know what constitutes a healthy relationship, because... This will really help you confidently identify those people around you who are willing to support you. Being sturdy or confident in the person you are confiding in will bring you comfort in difficult times. Relationships can be hard to navigate and are often the cause of a lot of our stresses in life. No one has the absolute answer. Everyone is different. We have different personalities and characteristics, which really makes the topic of relationships so difficult to quarantine into a box and say, here, this is the science of relationships. Follow these steps and all your relationships will be perfect. That would be too easy. And life is not easy. This then leaves us with a great challenge of moving through life, experiencing relationships for everything that they are different and unique. However, as humans, we are lucky enough to be able to learn about relationships from a very young age. It all starts with the relationship we have with our parents. These eventually evolve and we also expand our relationships into extended family, friends, the general population and eventually romantic relationships. We develop what we know of a relationship from our models as children. So who are those models? Our parents, our mother, or our father, or guardians. Whoever brought us up from an infant would be considered our first models to relationships. So this information and learning is what we can call developing our programming. It's the information we pick up and assimilate in our youth that becomes our conditioning for our future relationships depending on what we were shown as children, is what we will use to develop relationships as adults. We are, of course, not robots. So we are not programmed with this conditioning and that's it. Version 1 is the only version and this will dictate how the rest of your life plays out. I am happy to let you know that there are many, many versions of us. And as we get older and experience life and situations, we grow in this knowledge and information, which will change our thoughts, beliefs and conditioning. So to put it simply, we can either do the opposite of what we learnt as children, or we can copy and play out exactly what it is that we learnt. Today's episode will explore the ways we can be more conscious of ourselves and relationships in order to foster healthy relationships and even change some of the conditioning because as a human we will have learnt some not so good ways to connect with other humans along with good things. So what do we keep and what do we change? If we didn't have healthy relationships growing up, How are we meant to form healthy relationships as adults? We haven't had a great show of what relationships look like. This is why life is a journey. It's a journey of learning because you don't learn everything in your childhood. You learn throughout your life. So let's talk about how a relationship begins. Every relationship starts with a mask of some sort. Regardless of how authentic you know you are, we definitely hide certain qualities of ourselves. It's for security. We have these things we do to ensure that we get the person on board. We pick bits of ourselves that we want others to see and things that we are not ashamed of or qualities that we think a person may like. Eventually though, the true self comes out. Everyone has elements of themselves that they are ashamed of or a trauma or issue they are working on that every now and again falls out in a strange behavior or reaction. Relationships are wonderful because they teach us all sorts of things about ourselves. Yes, ourselves. A relationship is not only to learn about another human and getting to know what their likes and dislikes are, Relationships give us a whole nother level at which to grow in ourselves and what I mean by this is that at some point in any relationship you will be triggered. What do I mean by triggered? Being triggered is both a mental and physical reaction to something. In a relationship it can be a behavior that another person does or something that they say. There may have been absolutely no intention of these to cause you to be triggered but when we are triggered you will feel an immediate uncomfortable feeling in your body and a thought will shoot through your mind. Sometimes we are able to identify the thought and be present with it but most often we will lash out or respond and generally in an inappropriate way. Why? Because this is This is what triggers aim to do, to trigger you into responding off the cuff. Triggers ignite that fear process in us and suddenly we just end up in this fight or flight mode and off we go. So what if you are triggered by someone? Well, they are usually showing you something that is going on within you. When we are triggered, our unconscious beliefs, unresolved traumas come up to the surface and show up in our consciousness and we can either push them away and get lost in the emotion or we can sit in it and go inside to explore what has been triggered. Particularly if you are in a healthy relationship with someone who really loves you, I can honestly say that person will not be triggering you on purpose most of the time. But whatever they have done has stirred up a negative, unhealthy belief or issue in you that you are holding. However, I do have to mention that some of us do manage to attract negative relationships where we are triggered constantly. This is an unhealthy relationship and we will have to explore this one separately. So expect to be triggered in a relationship. Relationships are not meant to be all rainbows and butterflies If you are not being triggered you're not going to learn things or grow in yourself but don't go around trying to force triggers because that's just ridiculous. So for a healthy relationship to progress both parties have to be interested in learning and growing. To keep on theme and follow through what I'm wanting to discuss today I want to focus on us being conscious in our relationships. So how can we be more conscious of ourselves in a relationship and how can we foster healthy relationships? Well, let's explore a few key elements that can help guide us through our current relationships and assist us with developing healthy relationships. Element number one, honest communication. And I'm not talking about just, hey, how are you? How was your day? Cool. Great. Thanks. I'm talking about honest emotional communication. Working through what we are feeling and what's going on inside. If you want a relationship to last and progress in an honest way this needs to happen. This is beyond the topics that make life work. For example work, vacations, hobbies, children, parenting. It's going deeper And being comfortable enough to share what is going on inside with the other person. Now this is probably more so something that you would consider doing in a romantic relationship. A simple question like, how was your day? By replying, it was great. And conversation moves on. What about answering that question by sharing what you are actually feeling inside? This creates an emotional deep connection. Sharing with each other on an emotional level can really help two people connect on a deeper level. What about arguing? Well, arguing can be helpful. When it is not helpful is when you evoke fear or anger or resentment in yourself that sends you into a negative space. If you are having heated shouting matches often and for long periods, this is not helpful nor is it healthy. I have a bit of a tip here that I'd like to share with you and that's when getting into something heated or discussing something that could turn into an argument, just remember who you are talking to and that it's okay to have differing opinions and even if that person does not want to hear your side of the story at all, be gentle, there's no reason to raise your voice. You can be emotive, I know I'm that sort of person, I get really excited regardless of if it is something negative that I'm talking about or something positive I'm talking about. I can get really animated with my words and the excitement that I bring out with what I'm saying. So the next element, we're going to talk about stories and assumptions, these babies if something is not a hundred percent true, we go out looking for information. We will, mostly, from a juvenile space, search and create our own stories. Now this can normally come about when we have been triggered. We can go ahead and make accusations or fly off the handle with thoughts that we just suddenly accumulate and then turn into these glorious stories. Having a misunderstanding or not understanding what is going on between you and another person can really make you feel uncomfortable. But never make assumptions, never assume. You know what the best tip I can give you here? Is just ask. Just ask the other person. Taking care of ourselves is really important. And if we are feeling uncomfortable or are about to step into story creation mode, just stop and just ask the other person what it is that you want to know. If you're feeling uncomfortable about asking, that's okay. Use simple questions. Ask questions like, I just want to clarify or could you help me understand blah. We all too quickly hear something the other person says or does not say or does or doesn't do and then we get off on our wild horse and we run off into the shadows and fabricate these stories for example he's angry at me and is going to ignore me because or she's going to break up with me because if it is affecting you it is probably affecting them too or they don't even realize you are suffering or feeling this way speak up if your relationship is a healthy one Doing this will not bring on a negative retort. This is an important thing that I've just said here. Because if you feel like clarifying something with someone is going to make them uncomfortable and they're going to get screamy at you, that is a sign. Right here is where I would say to you, you need to think about this relationship and how it is serving you. And set some boundaries. I'll elaborate more on boundaries later in this episode. Let that person know what you need. Never assume that the person knows how you would like them to treat you. And even if you have told them once or twice or a few times, sometimes just reaffirming these boundaries and the things that you need is okay, especially if they are picking up what you are putting down. Even if the uptake is slow, progress is progress inquire and share so another element that ties into this is putting your cards on the table if you are in a new relationship or are evolving in your relationship it's a good idea to let them know what you have experienced in the past and what could possibly trigger you and also what you need from them and the relationship this goes back to boundary setting healthy partners will help you with what will make you feel more comfortable in your relationship. Getting to know ourselves is always evolving, so don't feel scared to bring up something that may come up as time goes on. But remember, if you want this for yourself, you need to invite the same behavior from the other person. What you don't want is to be controlling or childish. For example, if your partner travels for work a lot, you experience anxiety around your partner not being at home in the evenings or just not knowing if they're safe after work, it's okay to feel this way. So instead of sinking into one of those stories, you know what I'm talking about, or becoming anxious and hiding your feelings, find out what could help you soothe this feeling of anxiety Enough for it to be a reasonable request to your partner but also enough to make you feel comfortable with the distance and lack of them being at home. It would be reasonable to ask them if they could perhaps give you a call or FaceTime you when they get into their hotel room in the evening. What would not be okay is asking them to phone you on their way home to the hotel and tell you their every move from there. That would be exhausting and is also coming from a wounded place within you. This would be something you need to go deep on to figure out why you believe that sort of behavior would be a reasonable request. Another element is vulnerability and this, guys, all of this ties in together so I'm not even going to tell you this but vulnerability starts at home with you. Vulnerability is important to creating a solid and connected relationship. Something I have come to learn is that a common misbelief or learning that is ingrained in some cultures is that being vulnerable is bad. That it shows weakness. What? Jeez, imagine going through life acting like you are always strong, that you have no negative or deep emotions. That would be absolutely exhausting. And there are many people that experience that, that feel like this. And there may even be people thinking that right now, listening to this. Well, this is me, Jen. I do this all the time because, well, because I have to. No, no, you don't. We need to change this perception, particularly of men. It's not a safe place to function from. Give your men the space to be vulnerable women. Help them feel respected when they are being vulnerable with you. This is big for them, particularly when they have been conditioned in their upbringing that teaches them to be strong and not allow the emotions to cloud their judgment. They're human. It's going to happen. If you are a man listening to this podcast and you find that you have been conditioned in this way, take the time to sit with this and ask yourself, why is it helping you? Does it make you feel like you are acting in your highest capacity, that you are being your authentic self? Now don't beat yourself up because that's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to do is evoke this release. I want you to know that it is totally okay and it's absolute strength if you can be vulnerable. Being in touch with your feelings and sharing them with people who are dear to you will support you and help you and others grow. So being vulnerable, what does that even mean? Reaching inside and getting in touch with our emotions takes a lot of bravery. Getting a sense of what we are feeling inside while we experience life and allowing ourselves to share these truths with others, this is vulnerability. So being vulnerable and sharing what is going on inside with someone else can be really difficult. So the next element that I want to speak about is being an active listener. Being an active listener strengthens relationships. It's difficult to do because it's relatively common to listen only so that you can take your turn to say something. It's just what us humans do. It's human nature for us to want to solve someone's problems, even without them even asking for it. I'm going to ask you to take the time to be an active listener next time you are having a conversation with your partner, best friend or work colleague. See how different it is when there is no reason or no anticipation on your part to answer or talk back. Just clear your mind and listen. Be actively in it. Even say to yourself, I'm listening. This is the active part. Just hearing what they are saying. It is so easy when someone brings us a problem or wants to vent that we slip into fix it mode. We want to offer advice or a story that will go along with what they are saying. Sometimes just acknowledging what the other person is saying is enough for them to feel heard. Unless they ask for your advice, then totally share. Listen and reflect their reality. It is really healing for them. Listening with presence and openness is so helpful to both you and your partner. I want to go back to vulnerability a bit here. Ladies, you know what I'm about to share here. Women are known for oversharing. There are men that overshare for sure, but it's definitely something that women do. When we get the opportunity to be vulnerable, we can sometimes share too much without knowing if we are in the right environment or sharing with the right person. I have definitely been guilty of doing this. There is a place for information security for both women and men. Here is a hypothetical example. It's your first date and you have been chatting online for a few weeks, months and finally decide to meet for the first time. Conversation gets deep, which is great, but hold up. This is still only the first time you are meeting this person there is no need to unpack your past or give them a full rundown of what you want in your future. When going into your first face-to-face date, you may feel like you know the person and that you are comfortable enough to tell all, but really it is probably not the best time to do this. I'm not saying don't share it all, It might mean, though, that you give some information forward to gauge how they would receive more information. I know I have been in situations where someone has just offloaded. I've come out of that social meeting thinking, whoa, I need a nap. Not in a bad way, but sometimes when you are not ready to receive so much information, it can be quite taxing. I totally think it's important, going back to the original hypothetical situation of the first date, to let your date know of your intentions for your future. I want a relationship and not just a casual agreement. Saying this rather than saying, I want to get married in two years and then four months later get pregnant and have two kids that are 22 months apart, blah, 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 blah. That may be your deepest intentional fantasy, but it's not critical to throw this out there right now. Plus, this could always change. God, I know there are things that I set out to do in my life that never went to my immediate plan. And to be honest, I'm glad they didn't because I wouldn't be where I am today. Also, it's totally okay to let your date know that you have a past because don't we all? But I would strongly encourage you to not throw out things like, I'm scared to date because my ex was a raging alcoholic and abused me mentally and physically, so I'm a bit jaded. Firstly, I would say, no dating if this is still your narrative. And secondly, this can be quite confronting for somebody who hasn't experienced this before. Saying something like, relationships have been a bit of a challenge for me in my past. I have experienced some things that can cause me to react in certain ways, but I'm working through them and I feel like I'm ready to date. Wouldn't you prefer to hear that? Something that's important, particularly in this scenario, when going into a date, is setting boundaries. Now, boundaries are not only for when you are going to be dating someone, you need to set boundaries when you have friendships as well. A healthy component to any relationship is boundaries. Being clear about your boundaries can be quite challenging, especially when you don't even know what your boundaries are. I like to think of boundaries in two parts. One part consists of value based boundaries. These are boundaries that you have solidified or hold close to you because they are linked to your core values. Then there are boundaries that develop over time within your relationship with someone. Because we cannot predict what the future of our relationship will be, we also can't put down boundaries in the beginning and not expect these to change or evolve over the course of our relationship. There are some really strong boundaries that we can set right in the beginning that we don't have to move on either. This is your choice. For example, a boundary that I value strongly in a relationship stems around communication. I cannot tolerate passive aggression. Passive aggressive behavior, it just makes me uncomfortable and it really makes me feel unsteady in any of my relationships, friends, work, romantic, it just doesn't make me feel like that person respects themselves or me, enough to treat me with respect by communicating in a healthy way. Yes, I understand that sometimes sarcasm comes in when you're being silly, and at some point in any relationship, a passag comment will fall out of our mouth and make a mess of things. But here's the thing, Picking that up and owning it and apologizing for it is where the value comes in. Taking accountability for your actions is a situation where you acted out in strength. Knowing what you can and won't tolerate is really important. And sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes our partners will push those boundaries and we just have to reaffirm what they are. If by listening to this you have asked yourself well actually I don't know what my values are or what the hell are my boundaries then take some time to explore these. And I will reference here episode 3 which was all about journaling. Boundary setting and values are a great topic to journal about. They can be so much fun. You can see how your boundaries and even your values evolve. Give it a go. So all of these elements build trust, safety and vulnerability in a healthy way. Applying this to any of your relationships will help you and your relationship to develop and grow. This might be totally new for you and you haven't been practicing any of this and that's okay. Now is sooner than never. So go ahead and give it a go. Something that I do want to leave you with today is that it is totally okay to ask yourself questions when you are evaluating your relationship and even if you are ready to get out there into the dating world. So grab a pen and paper quickly or take a look at the time where this is at on the podcast because I have two really great journal prompts for you. These are questions that you can explore. What do I need to feel safe in a relationship? And what does a relationship mean to me? Have a go at those and let me know what you think. For any relationship to be healthy, you really do have to hold the same values around the relationship. This is really important. This doesn't mean you have to have the same likes and dislikes or even the same core values in life. You should be comfortable enough in a relationship to be able to clarify where you are in your relationship together without feeling judged or expecting a negative outcome. It may be the case that you are in a relationship with someone where they do not value the things that we have discussed today. And if you are saying to yourself right now, there is absolutely no way my partner, friend, Brother, mother, sister will ever engage in this, then I would encourage you to be your best self in any of the situations that arise with these people and even reevaluate whether this relationship is serving you. You do need to know that a person who wants to be in a healthy relationship or loves you will want to participate in enhancing the connection and bettering your communication. Listen to how you feel in the relationship and pay attention to your emotional and physical needs and expressing them openly is important. You do also have to be prepared to listen to your partner's needs too. Honor yourself, but also honor the other person's wants and needs. And just remember, that things may not always fit, and that's okay. I have spoken about quite a few important elements in this podcast today, and I encourage you to take some time to think about those when you're thinking about your relationships that you have currently. If you are ready to deepen your connection with your partner, I hope that some of the things that I discussed today can help with that, I could definitely go deeper into some of these elements, and I definitely will. But what I really wanted to show you today was what a healthy relationship looks like. Because knowing what a healthy relationship looks like will help you build a solid support system. If you have people that you feel totally comfortable with, that you can speak about and be vulnerable and lay your cards out and not come to any stories, those are the right people. Those are the people that you honor and bring into your close circle. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you get a lot of benefit out of what we've discussed. So wherever you are in the world, I hope you are having a fantastic morning, afternoon, evening. Lots of love. Don't forget to tune in in a couple of weeks for the next episode. I also wanted to let you know that I am now available on Apple Podcast. So if you are a iPhone user or use any sort of Apple products, you can track me down there. Thanks for listening. I would absolutely love for you to keep coming back and listening to my podcast. My sole purpose is to help people. And if this is one small way that I can help someone, then I'm doing my duty as a human on this earth. Share this with your friends and on your social media. If you have any good ideas or anything you think I should explore, feel free to email me on jenletsbereal at gmail.com or follow me on Insta at Jen Let's Be Real and DM me there. Thanks for listening and please remember, you're here for a reason. Your life has purpose. Let's be real and make this your best life.